You're listening to the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast, your source for tips and tricks on building wealth through real estate in Connecticut. You will get the best techniques from leading local experts in real estate and lending. Now, here's your host, Robert Weinberg. Hello again, I'm Drew Wilder. I'm filling in for Gary Byron, who will be back uh, hopefully on our next show. And we're talking, as we do every week at this time, with Rob Weinberg from the Mortgage Matters Radio Show and Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast. And how are you today, Rob? Good. How are you doing, Drew? Nice to have you with us again. Yeah, and it's the new year. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. (laughs) And to our listeners, of course. Hard to believe, 2022, it's a new year Last year, we talked last week about uh, what 2021 was like and what the changes were. So let's get right to the bottom line. What what do you see as some of the big changes that you foresee in the year ahead? Oh, so many, so many we can talk about. Um, I think we really want to hone in on, Drew, the fact that everyone really wants to reach a financial goal, right? And the new year, New Year's resolutions, a fresh chapter in the book of life. It's a great time to really be reflecting on what are your financial goals for the new year and how can you achieve them? What actual timelines and structure and strategies can you put in play right now to catapult you to your financial goals for 2022? Um, I mean, it really, for our listeners, comes down to using real estate, using a mortgage to build wealth that you know encompasses all areas of your finances. And I think you know, talking about New Year finances without talking about New Year's resolutions, it wouldn't really be appropriate. So let's talk about how New Year's resolutions actually come into play with finances. And I think that anybody that, whether you write it down or just have it in your head, if you've got New Year's resolutions, maybe it has to do with your health, maybe it has to do with your career or job. But I think everybody has something on that New Year's resolution list to do with their finances, paying off debt, getting into a position to buy a home, maybe improving your credit score. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's refinancing and actually saving yourself some money on a monthly basis. And a lot of these opportunities, maybe they're not at the top of that resolution list, but they're somewhere on there and you need people to help advise and guide you through that process. Um, So I think for everyone listening, like let's be motivation for them today. Let's give them that kick in the behind, so to speak, to actually be um, ambitious with their goals going into the new year to be decisive with their plans and with their resolutions to really make 2022 the year that shifted you financially, the year that created a legacy for future generations for your family. It can happen. And we're talking about it all the time here. Let's really go into implementing it and what people need to do to implement it. That's what this show today is all about. Be proactive. Exactly. And now, right now, in January is when people make the most decisions to improve themselves. And I wonder if people think of their home as part of that improving. I know people go on weight loss. They ate too much mm-hmm. the last month and all that. But uh, looking at your home the same way uh, in getting into the right the right place to live. Yeah, I think it's important. Everyone now, there's a lot of emphasis on having a home that's comfortable for you. People are spending more time at home now, working from home more or permanently. Um, So that's a big thing. For some people, it may be doing an improvement on your home, like doing an addition, finishing the basement, adding a bedroom, redoing the kitchen. So finances are part of that. You know, how are you going to pay 
for the renovation, the addition, the, you know, changes to your home. A mortgage can play in with that. It really can. If you're listening right now and you've got a bunch of money saved, then congrats. You had a better 2021 than a lot of people had. But if you're wondering, how do I make ends meet and still accomplish my goal? How do I do this project without breaking the bank? Where am I going to get the money? Well, let us be your advisors. Let us show you the way to some ideas, some strategies, some techniques you might have not even known about or thought of that could help you to get the money that you need to finance your dreams, whether it be doing that renovation, buying your dream home, or like we said, maybe consolidating, paying off some debt. All that can be accomplished with the right mortgage strategy. And the stock market had a very good year, up about 20 in the 20% ballpark, mm -hmm. so uh People may have extra money that there you go. And probably no better place to put it than into your number well, one. Well, I, I would argue that <laughs> if you had a great year in your stock portfolio, your four hundred one k, are you better off taking money out of that and liquidating it, or are you better off taking money that wasn't working for you that's sitting in the walls of your home in the equity of your home? And I think if you really step back, Drew, and you look at that from that standpoint, I have two pools of money here. I have my stocks, my 401k, my investments, and then I have my home equity. My home, or excuse me, my investments, my stocks returned, like you said, 20 plus percent last year. What did your home return you last year? And the answer is not how much your home went up. Again, I ask, what did the equity in your home return you last year? The answer is zero, okay? Mm, right. The home goes up or down regardless of how much equity you have. So whether you have a $100,000 mortgage or no mortgage, your home went up and down regardless of that. Let that sink in for a second. When you really understand that the money sitting in the walls of your home has no return, it's zero. It's actually negative because of inflation, right? So when you really think about it like that, maybe it makes more sense to take a refinance uh, loan, a second mortgage, a home equity line, some sort of way to release equity out of your home and take that money that was earning you zero or negative and put that somewhere where it's going to earn you a lot more. How do we know that the stock market isn't next year going to do 10, 20 plus percent? We don't know that. The equity though, Drew, we know is going to return zero again next year. Does right. that make sense? Yes, that's a guarantee. If exactly. you don't do anything- Exactly. It's, it's not going to return. you got to separate the equity. you got to use the equity. The only way to do that is either to sell your home and take that equity out or get some sort of financial instrument like a mortgage on your home, a home equity line, something to allow the release of that equity. Now it can work for you and help in these other areas of accomplishing other financial goals. Your home will still go up next year or down regardless of whether you do that refi or take that mortgage. So remember that. So you really have more control over taking the equity out of your home and, and doing something with it. What are, what are some of the more common uh, reasons or ways that you tell people to use the equity in their home to better themselves? I mean, I think the most common ones right now that I'm seeing are number one is a lot of people are taking equity from their home and using it to buy another home. I have multiple clients right now doing that. You know, they're they have so much equity built up and they've been paying down their mortgage for years and it's finally time to retire or buy that second home. And they say, gosh, I owe so little on my home here and I have all this equity. I don't want to sell that house because they have tax ramifications and other things. 
So they're deciding to do, in most cases, a cash out refi at a very low rate mm -hmm. and separate that equity. Now they can go buy the next house in cash in a lot of cases or put a very hefty down payment. So that's a big opportunity I want to speak to um, that many people are taking advantage of. I'd say probably the second biggest one I'm seeing right now is the debt consolidation. Mm -hmm. um, very mm -hmm. common. A lot of people have racked up debt, whether it's over the last six to 12 months or maybe it's back from the beginning of the pandemic where people were out of work, struggling to make ends meet. Um, we can take that chunk of debt that you've got, consolidate it using that equity that's been sitting there, that's been uh, you know stagnant in your home. Let's separate that out. Let's pay off some high rate debt. When you look at it as I'm taking something that was earning me zero and I'm putting that somewhere that's paying off a 20% or 30% credit card, it's a no brainer right. when you really sit back and think of it like that. Um, so that's a very big opportunity. Um, something also that I'm seeing a lot lately is family members helping out other family members. You know, they're separating equity out of their home and they're helping out. Sometimes it's their parents. Sometimes it's their kids. I have one right now that's helping her son buy his first home. So they have all this equity built up. Their son just started recently at his first job out of college. He doesn't have a lot of money saved. His parents here did a refinance to pull equity out and they're giving him now the, the money. They're giving him a gift. Um, of some of that equity so that he can now go and buy his own home and create wealth through real estate. You know, people, as bad as the pandemic's been for a lot of areas, I think it's helped a lot of people really step back from the day-to-day -day mm -hmm. craziness of life and understand what's really important to them, family, friends, religion, you know, these things that really resonate with us on a very deep level. And they're now able to use newfound wealth in their home and the equity like we're talking about to accomplish goals. No one's saying you can't separate equity and give it to charity. Uh, maybe that's not a good financial decision. But again, we're not here to discriminate on how you want to use the equity. I just want to empower you with these ideas and with these thoughts. Maybe that light bulb goes off and you contact me or another mortgage advisor and get that plan in play for the new year. Uh, and let this show be the one that helps you to feel empowered that these ideas you didn't know about, your financial advisor didn't tell you, your insurance broker didn't tell you, your real estate agent didn't tell you, let us be the ones to show you here. Because what we're talking about is cutting edge. It's seldom known and seldom used, but it's very, very powerful. And I've seen now almost over two decades, no matter if the rates are high or low, no matter if home values are up or down, equity can be very powerful. Money can be very powerful. And the equity in our homes is where most Americans keep the majority of their wealth. And times of turmoil, like recessions, that's when uh, probably more wealth, from what I've heard over the years, more wealth is built during times of turmoil. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's where, it's where the Kennedys back, yep. set, what, 80, 90 years ago, made all their money during the uh, Depression. Um, but with all that and seizing the opportunity with the new year ahead of us right now, um, what advantage is there to go to a local company like Benchmark Mortgage and go to a local agent like you, Rob Weinberg, and, and not one of these big box national companies. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, there's a lot of advantages and we did a whole show on it, but the couple I'll touch on are, number one is just going to be the customization. Um, a big box lender, whether it be a big bank or a big mortgage lender, uh, unfortunately, like I'll call it what it is. You're just a number. They're fitting you in a box and they're order takers. They're not going to be bringing you cutting edge strategies. They're not going to be bringing you thought processes and techniques that you haven't heard of. Maybe things that are, again, seldom known about and structures of loans or different types of loans that you didn't know or were even aware that were available. So 
that's the first piece is just product availability. Mm. There's going to be a bit more with a with a local lender like myself uh, that can come into play. The second thing is experience. I've been doing this almost two decades now. Um, 2022 will be my 19th year in mortgage lending with experience, you know, comes just a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. Um, and I can just count all day long of the times that the experience I've had with one client five years ago helps a client get a deal done today. Every single thing is unique. And the more experience you have, the more deals you've looked at, the more credit reports that you've looked at and analyzed, just the more information you have about how to get things done. Unfortunately, a big bank or big box lender, they're going to be hiring people that don't have much experience in mortgage. That's where most of us cut our teeth when we start is at a big bank or big mortgage company because you need to get trained somewhere. Somewhere, right. Yeah. So they, they do have very good training programs. But if you're listening, do you want to trust the biggest financial transaction you'll make in your life, whether it be buying or refinancing a home to somebody that's only been doing it six or 12 months? Or would you rather have someone that's done thousands and thousands of loans similar to a surgeon? If you need surgery on your heart, do you go to the guy? that's only done five out of medical school, or would you pay a little more to go to the guy that's done 500 or a thousand of the exact surgery that you need? You tell me, is it worth paying a little bit more for the guy that's got the experience, or are you gonna nickel and dime just to get the cheapest deal and unfortunately have it end up in smoke? Maybe it doesn't close at all or with a lot of stress and hassles. So those are some really big things I think that will differentiate. And the last piece I'll touch on, because I know we're short on time, <laughs> is relationship. You know, when you deal with a big box lender, bank, credit card, or credit union, anyone like that, that's under that corporate structure, right? Where you're just that number. Unfortunately, because they do a lot of training, people tend to move on. They're there for a year or two, they get trained, and then they move on to a mortgage broker, a mortgage banker, some somewhere that they can make a little bit more money, their compensation will go up, and they can have a little more control and help their clients a little bit more. So unfortunately, after you do a deal, it's transactional. You call back a year later or two years later, the guy that you worked with or the gal that you worked with probably doesn't even work there anymore. So there isn't the relationship. Now you have to start over with somebody new. Whereas with me, I have clients 19 years into this industry, I have people I've worked with five, six times over 19 years. I have people I worked with, recently I had a client that I did his first mortgage refi back in 2007. Wow. And he just yeah. now refinanced again. Great gentleman, works up at Bradley Airport uh, in the, you know, doing uh, plane mechanics. And we reconnected after many, many years. And we did a refi just recently for him. And this is a relationship that I've had now, you know, over a decade that we're doing alone with. That's the what you want from your medical doctor, isn't it? Right, you you want to have the yeah. guy that knows you. That's what you yeah. want from anybody in your world, your CPA, your financial advisor. You don't want to start over every year. You want that relationship. That's what my company Benchmark's big on. That's what I'm huge on is this repeat business, the referral business. So you've worked with me so many times or you have the trust factor to where you'd be comfortable referring your friends, your family, your neighbors, your coworkers. And right now, Drew, other than people calling me off the internet, off the podcast, YouTube and whatnot, huge piece of my business is people telling their friends, family, coworkers, and someone calling saying, hey, Rob, you just work with my coworker and they want to talk to and, and or they had a great experience. Now I want to talk to you about my mortgage. I want to do the same yeah, thing you that want you help them with. Someone who's all in. You're just not going to get that on a consistent level 
from a national big box lender, right. you know, and I'm somebody I work all over. I'm not only in Connecticut, so I'm working in Massachusetts. I have my license in Florida and I do business down there. But if you have two people next to each other and one's local with experience, the other's national with less experience, I think it's a no brainer for anybody on who to pick. And unfortunately, because of the brand recognition that a lot of these big lenders have, I found time and time again, they're overcharging people. They're charging higher interest rates than they need to. They're charging higher fees or points than they need to. And a lot of people don't even question it or ask for a second opinion because they say, oh, well, Bank of America, that's where I have my checking account. Or Chase, that's where I have uh, you know, my home equity. So that's where I'm going to refinance mm -hmm. my mortgage with. Or that's where I have a CD or investment. That's who's going to do my mortgage. Wait a second. No, stop. It's not one size fits all. It's not jack of all trades, okay? You wanna deal with an expert in your area, somebody that is an expert in mortgages, is a professional with mortgages, not someone that's doing auto loans, checking accounts, personal loans, student loans, no. That's not what you need. We're talking about your biggest financial asset, your home. Treat it like that, yeah. right? Take the time to vet somebody out, get the referral, and make sure you're dealing with someone that understands and has the knowledge and experience, even if they are a little bit more expensive, it's probably worth it. But I found usually we're cheaper. Specialization. Exactly. And on the other end of the big box, big, big guns, um, you have uh, your industry, just a lot of people that just do it very part time. Right? Yeah, I they think just... we do. A lot of those people, especially lately, have gotten flushed out because there's so much business uh, to be had. Um, I think especially on the realtor side, I see a lot of real yeah. estate professionals that do one deal here, one deal there, and they have a full-time job as well. And it's hard for me as the lender to get stuff done because I'm calling them at 11 a.m. and they're not picking up. They're not even calling me back till 5 p.m. Hmm. or 6 p.m. when they get off their full-time job. So same thing we said with lenders. Do you, you know, uh, coincides with real estate agents, real estate pros. You want someone full time. You want someone with experience. Don't go with your cousin or your aunt's brother's uncle's child just because their family trust your biggest asset and act like it. Find right. somebody with right. that experience, with that full time yep. knowledge and everything that'll make you feel comfortable and get the job done. And we're talking again with Rob Weinberg. You can hear the show every week at this time, Mortgage Matters Radio Show and uh, Connecticut Real Estate Edge Podcast. And just looking at the year ahead, being the first day of the year right now, um, people working remotely, that's changed the market. Do you see that staying the same in the year ahead? Yeah, I think that remote work now is becoming more and more common. And most people that were working from home 100%, maybe now they're working from home 50% or 75%. So a lot of people haven't gone back 100% to the office. And I think right now with where we're at during the pandemic, even people that were back 50%, maybe now they're switching a little, maybe now they're back a lot more, even full time at home. So I think that's a new ingrained piece of our society now that people are working remotely, people are working from home, whether it's part-time or full-time, and that's going to continue to create a higher value on the home of where you live. Because you're now not only sleeping there, you're not only cooking there, you're also working there. Your kids are also schooling there. There's all these other pieces. That's very simply why the home values continue to appreciate because there's more value in owning a home in 2021, 2022 than there was in 2018, 2019. Hmm. Now, to someone who already owns a home, a current homeowner, what, what possibilities and ideas should they start looking at right now where they have all this time with the whole year ahead uh, to take advantage of the yeah. new year? Yeah, 
Great question. I think the first question you want to ask yourself as a homeowner is when did you buy your home? Did you buy it five years ago, 10 years ago, six months ago, a year ago? So right at that six to seven month mark, that's going to be the first trigger that I have with a homeowner to start looking at their financial options. Um, as crazy as it may sound, people that have only bought even six to 12 months ago already have a bunch of equity established in their home in most cases. They can already improve their financial situation in a lot of circumstances. So if it's been more than six to 12 months since you evaluated your mortgage, do it right away. You know, Get with an advisor. Let's run some numbers. Let's see where we're at with everything and see what opportunity we might be able to bring to your attention. The second piece is going to be newly established equity. If you haven't looked at your mortgage in a year or two or more, is there newly established equity in your home that could be tapped for some of the other areas we're talking about? Did you do improvements on your home over the last year or two? So many people, while they were cooped up inside during the pandemic, they took that opportunity to do an addition on their home, to finish a basement, to change a bedroom into an office, all these different things. Home improvements have been on the upswing for the better part of the last couple of years. If you've done improvements on your home, the value's probably gone up quite a bit. Not to mention the market, which has been crazy as a homeowner um, with home values going up. So there's a high likelihood, even if you don't think so, that your home's worth a lot more today than the last time you had it appraised, than the last time you got a mortgage or the last time that you ended up uh, or when you did purchase it. So the other question that you want to ask yourself as a homeowner right now is, have you already taken advantage of interest rate reductions, debt consolidation, cash out opportunities, or are you scared? Are you afraid? Because I have so many people that have high interest rates, they have debt, they have all this equity. And I say, well, why are you calling me now and not six months, a year ago? You could have been saving all this money. And a lot of the time, unfortunately, the reason they haven't reached out sooner is because they're afraid or they're scared. So if you're listening today, let this be your trigger to be decisive now. Get on the horn, contact us, email, phone call on the website. Drew will give you the information here in a second. And let's do a fact find. Let's do an analysis. Let's see how much money you could save. It's not scary. You know, don't be afraid. Just because you had a bad experience last time you did a mortgage, not everyone's created equal as we're talking about. And I think that you may be able to save more money and create more opportunities in yourself or for yourself than you thought. So get an introduction to a local mortgage advisor, to an expert to help guide you. Really, the longer you've been in your, in your home, the more the need is to get in touch with you. Absolutely. As we talked about. The other thing yeah. that I'll say, and I'll plug a HomeBot. HomeBot is a tool that I offer all my clients free of charge. Um, I will offer it up today to our listeners. You can email us at mortgagemattersradioshow at gmail.com with your name, your address, and your phone number, and I will put you in HomeBot. What HomeBot is, is it is a virtual, it's a robotic tool that tracks your home value. It tracks interest rates. It tracks opportunities to both buy and refinance property. And it does this automatically and will send you a free monthly report right on your smartphone or computer that you can tap into every month without any cost or obligation to keep you up to date on what's going on with your personal wow. home or that's, homes. That's real cool. Yeah. Exactly. And it is something that is quite expensive, but I have several hundred licenses I bought for my client base. I do have 
you know, several still available and I'm willing to give them out free of charge, no obligation, no strings attached to our listeners. So again, if that's something that interests you, reach out mortgage matters, radio show at gmail.com name, property address and phone number. And I'll add you into HomeBot and get you plugged into that oh. again. No obligation. At wow. All. So it's Rob Weinberg's new year's gift to you, there you go. today only great. It's mortgage matters, radio show at gmail.com. Yep. Wow. And speaking of things like that, that probably didn't exist five, 10 years ago. I mean, I know you're putting out other types of new content all the time. Uh, what, what are some of the other cutting edge things that you're doing? Yeah, I mean, we're putting out so much information because knowledge is power, I found. And the number one complaint I get from people that come to me from other lenders and other areas is, well, I just wasn't educated. I didn't have the knowledge and education. So my emphasis really over the last couple of years has been all about giving my clients the knowledge, empowering them to make their own financial decisions. And we're doing that by putting content out online. Um, years ago, I wasn't very interested in putting content out online. I thought it was just a fad. Um, but I saw colleagues of mine really doing well with it and getting a lot of clients, you know, mm -hmm. from online portals. Mm -hmm. So I made a decision to really plug into that. And I have an assistant and that's what her focus is, is putting out content online, giving people knowledge and information about everything, new loan programs, the real estate market, about all these other areas around wealth building with real estate, that sort of thing. So the areas that you can plug into me would be, you're probably listening to this either on the podcast or radio show, go to YouTube and subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash Robert Weinberg Mortgage, Robert W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G Mortgage. Okay, that's the first spot you can go is the YouTube channel, putting out several videos every week. Facebook, you can go on Facebook, Weinberg Mortgage on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on there. We're putting out everyday new stuff. Instagram, we're on as Weinberg Mortgage on Instagram. Go follow us on there. We have close to a thousand followers now on Instagram plugging into all this. We put out some great snippet content, like less than one minute, easy, digestible videos, and a lot of other uh, information that you'll find interesting. And the last one would be Twitter. On Twitter, mm. we're under Weinberg Lending on Twitter. So you can plug into any or all those um, outlets where we're putting out information and content and look at it, digest it, understand it, and reach out if you have questions, concerns, or anything like that. And I want to bring all of our viewers as we wrap up here, Drew, all of our viewers and listeners, I want to talk to them about what's new for 2022 with this show. What are we going to be doing on this show that's different than the last year? I'm honored that I have been asked by WDRC to renew this show for another year, so super excited about that. But I do want to switch it up a little bit and let everyone know that we're going to be bringing more value to you in the new year. What that entails is more information and knowledge about the local real estate market, the best opportunities available for homeowners, home buyers, property investors. I've got some great guests already lined up, um, guests that we haven't dealt with before, people in financial planning, people in insurance, people in real estate law. Those are types of people we haven't had on this show before. I'm also, as we always have, going to be bringing on the top minds in local Connecticut real estate, whether it be sales professionals and realtors, listing agents, sales agents, all that to keep you up to date on that and what you need to know as a homeowner, home seller, or home buyer to really keep you in the know. Listener questions is going to be huge. We did a show a few weeks ago where people wrote in and we answered their questions live on the air. And let me tell you, the... Uh, the feedback we've gotten is amazing. So we're going to do a lot more of that in the new year. 
go ahead, send in your questions, mortgagemattersradioshow at gmail.com. We will answer them on our listener show, uh, listener question show. So don't be afraid to be sending those out to us. And last but not least is the giveaways. You know, here today we're giving away HomeBot to the top listeners. Go ahead and email us with your info. We're going to be doing other giveaways throughout the new year as well. And that's again, Mortgage Matters Radio Show at gmail.com. And uh, you're definitely on the cutting edge and uh, you can take advantage of it with Rob Weinberg, Mortgage Matters. The show is on every Saturday at this time from 7.30 to 8 a.m. And again, from 1 to 1.30 p.m. So if you miss the show, you have a couple of places to hear it on the radio and, of course, on YouTube. And feel free Rob to mentioned. check us out online, ConnecticutMortgageLending.com. That's Connecticut spelled out, MortgageLending.com. And with Drew here, I'm Robert Weinberg signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good Thanks for listening. If you have questions about the information we've covered or would like to discuss mortgage financing for your situation, you can reach Robert Weinberg by visiting www.robgw.com.